It is nine o'clock in the morning in beautiful Bellingham, Washington. Welcome back to the Mel Podcast, episode fifty-one. I'm your host Logan Hogeland, my co-star, the coldest cut. Hello. And uh, yeah, we got a pretty crazy episode. We're gonna be talking about all the five G conspiracy, how it's linked to cor- how it's been linked to Corona, and all the fear it has pretty much been driven over social media. And uh, uh, it's pretty uh, pretty crazy phenomenon that's going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I get some conspiracies, but man, <laughs> this one is wild. It's out of the box. Where it's based, the basis of it, which we'll talk about later, goes all the way back to 2000 um, from a scientist. And um, we'll uh, we'll talk about him later on. And uh, a lot of the most recent stuff isn't even based on his scientific account. Um, It's just purely just uh, falsehood. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but before that's gonna be our main topic. It's gonna take up the whole episode, I'm pretty sure, and um, it should be pretty pretty fun to talk about. Uh, before we jump into that, though, um, I was thinking about Gatorade. I was thinking about Waterboy. Oh yeah. Gatorade. <laughs> I don't know why they kept popping up in my mind over the because I think I've bought a few Gatorades in the past a uh, couple weeks. I haven't bought a Gatorade in a while, to be honest. And uh, to be honest, I buy Powerade. I don't know. I've always been more of a Powerade drinker, but uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I've been buying Powerades and I was just thinking, you know, Gatorade obviously was the originator. And um, I, did you was Gatorade big for you during like, you know, soccer, like after games, like the little mini uh, ones for kids and stuff? Man, I I guess. Yeah, I usually got like, you know, as a little kid, uh, you know, you get your snack after the game. Oh, yeah, usually those- it was like, you know, Capri Sun. Oh, yeah. Always the Capri Sun, dude. I don't know why. But I mean, you know, they're so good. That was as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I never you do you don't get treats or snacks after. <laughs> Who stopped know, that, dude? Needs to go on. Age, you just got older. Think about how nice it would be though after playing a game, getting the, you know, Gatorade and some apples. I mean, we just go home and drink yeah, a protein shake. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I was just thinking, like, what's your favorite flavor? Because I feel like there's some really bad Gatorades that I don't like. Like one being fruit punch. I never have liked the red fruit. one. Yeah, I've never liked the red. I actually one. like red. Oh, you don't you like red, huh? Yeah, you don't. You don't say the actual flavors of Gatorade. You just say <laughs> the color, which is so. kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, but there's so many now. It's like I, I I have a trouble. Like I have a hard time remembering which ones I like because there's like three shades of blue. I think like the purple one, like the frost, the pure, yeah, fierce, or I don't know, but it was purple. Yeah, fierce purple or something. Yeah, like that, that one was good. Yeah, I like, and I've always, I always, I mean, the most classic, I feel like either has to be the lemon lime, the yellow, or blue. No, I, I mean the classic Gatorades are definitely red and like red and yellow. Red and yellow. Yeah, I yeah. feel like blue wasn't a flavor for a while. I feel like blue blew up though. You know, I, you know, cold. Who doesn't like the cool blue? I think that's the first one. Yeah, I still liked fruit like red. Mm punch is good i always opt for yeah i feel like not a lot of people though because i buy the purple powerades a lot i feel like not a lot of people i never see anyone else drinking purple like powerades or just gatorade i feel like Mm. it's the less common option for sure yeah i don't know i like that one purple yeah i gotta figure out how to situate my mic here (laughs) um you're maybe this will work he's doing like a cradling it's uh, he's like holding it Whoa. while across the table. 
it's just awkward. Yeah. I gotta like lean against the table because if I talk like this and it sounds yeah, the polarity's weird. Yeah. Uh, so let us know. I mean, if you have any opinions, hit us. Uh, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. Hit us up. Is that a new word? Hit us up on uh, you know social media. Let us know what your favorite Gatorade is. And uh, yeah, we're let's just jump into it. Welcome back to the melt. 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 So 5G, uh, it is the conspiracy theory has actually been causing quite a ruckus, not as much so in the United States, but in Europe. So and the European law enforcement and security officials have been trying to identify vandals targeting 5G towers. There's been a series of attacks on telecom sites in the Netherlands, and uh, it's been spreading across Europe. And uh, it's linked to conspiracy theories that new high-speed internet systems somehow cause COVID-19 infections. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, infections can just travel through waves yeah. of frequency or whatever, microwaves, whatever they give off. I'm sure we'll find out. Well, yeah, and radio waves, I think, is primi- primarily what, like, the Gs are operating off of. And... um it's interesting because uh, in recent they, you know investigation, they've been finding out a lot of these accounts that were created and spreading a lot of the news, um, like to further just to spread it, are actually uh, linked to like state actors or um, accounts ran by like Russia or Iranian um, people. So it's kind of kind of that's that's something they're looking into. That's in recent, uh, you know, they're trying to shut down pretty much, um, which is kind of interesting, but. Originally, it started spreading from the United Kingdom, of course. You know, what else? Uh, the island. What do you mean? What <laughs> else spreads from UK? Uh, I don't know. Just you're just Bo- American. Bo- and- Boris Johnson, uh, unreal dude. Uh, uh, so, which has dozens of attacks on five five G towers and other telecommunication infrastructures in the mainland of England. And last week, Dutch intelligence officials who normally track jihadist suspects um, have been asked to help prevent 5G attacks. So think about it. They had to stop terrorist investigations to stop this ridiculous ridiculous 5G attacks that are going on. But it's a conspiracy. It's bigger bigger than terrorism. Yeah. I mean, the, the spread is faster. I mean, because it's just all on the web, you know, social media is how it's spreading. So I would imagine that it would be it's going to there's going to be some people who are going to be easily tracked down from this. Probably. I mean, I'm sure there have, there were a plethora of videos about this, consp- you know, conspiracy that blew up and then YouTube took them down. Yeah, and so I'm sure they can track who you know released those videos too. Speaking of YouTube, so a large part of this concern and uh, the coronavirus outbreak is from YouTube. Dozens of videos uh, perpetrating to show birds and other small animals behaving erratically or dying near the towers, um, and that's circulated online. And that's kind of how 
you know, people hear birds were at the cause supposedly of the coronavirus and they're like, well, there's a lot of birds dying around these cell towers and they film it and then they share it. And they're like, they're saying, you know, the words that birds, towers, coronavirus. Well, then it's the people saying like, I've been, I've been telling you about this 5G thing for a while now, you know, like yeah. 5G is the cause before they even like this comes out coronavirus. They hear bat and then immediately they're like, I was right the whole time. It and, caused something. And there's even people who work for the telecommute, like the, the guys who are building these towers. Um, my boss showed me a video of like guys who are like, yeah, man, I don't know about the concern. Like I'm concerned about the health, you know, I'm up there, you know, I'm hearing all this and. He's like, these radio waves, they enter your body, man. Like, <laughs> they, they're going to they're gonna mess you up. And uh, this is a pretty funny quote, I thought, from a Dutch official. He couldn't be identified because of what he was working on, but he called it a tsunami of bullshit. <laughs> That's a good uh, summation. Yeah, so there's been, we, we talked about this, not on the show, but about uh, anti-vaxxers. Right. And a lot of this anti-vaxxer style disinformation campaigns that were used is a lot similar to the same structure and how this spread um, through conspiracy theories and online trolls. And, uh, you know, they, of course they ate this up, you know, oh, because yeah. they ate on the fear of, you know, we didn't know where, how this originally started and people just started dying and it's spreading and it's a pandemic. And, you know, where there wasn't like immediate answers and people were like, you know, see this on the internet and they're like, oh, this got to be the cause, you know, they're just feeding on the fears of people not knowing. Well, yeah, I mean, because people don't like to not know. They like to be right or at least be informed about something like have an opinion. Right. You know, and it's like when health officials are coming out being like, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like and shit's hitting the fan well because like you know when something like this happens you look to your health officials and it happened so fast and china was so you know late in there and secretive and what was going on it was like it was hard to figure out what was actually true and what wasn't and what we were actually dealing with you know well i think it takes time well i think that problem is people aren't looking to their health officials they're looking to their own like belief in how right healthcare works you know which anti-vaxxers are definitely not looking to their health officials <laughs> no. for information no and it's you know working through this like being you know living during this time there's a lot of people who don't understand how like viruses spread or like the point of mass or how to properly like the average person like there's a lot of people who just don't understand how well, you know yeah and there's just a lot of information out there too yeah like when this was coming out so much information flooded into our daily, you know, day-to-day basis, we were <laughs> trying to figure out what's going on. Like how, what yeah. is coronavirus, you know? I mean, you couldn't turn on your phone or the TV without seeing it. You still can't. Yeah, I still can't. You know? And uh, speaking of people who are spreading the coronavirus, there is a lot of slew of celebrities yeah. spreading this. Well, they were spreading it. Yeah, hopefully you said you tried to look it up. Well, like people, they take those posts down. Like okay. Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube have they've been pretty pretty good about removing misinformation. I mean, you want to talk about some some people? I mean, just notable people who you might know: Wiz Khalifa, Woody Harrelson, um, uh, 
Those are only two that I really remembered, but <laughs> there, there's, there's. You a pr- sound like you're going to go off on a rant unless like thirty people. Yeah, well, there was from what I originally looked, but those were the two. I was like, man, dude, Woody Harrelson out here. That's yeah. a bummer, but um, uh, yeah. Hopefully they have gotten the information that they need to understand that this is not what's going on. Well, well, probably not. So they just don't post anything anymore, right? They probably still have kept to their. I'm sure. Ideals. I mean, Bob is a flat earther, isn't he? Still? Yeah, he still is. Um, <laughs> the World Health Organization, as well as almost every other scientific body, has dismissed the concerns. And it's physically impossible. Waves, radio waves cannot influence virus behavior. It is physically impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just don't get it. Like, what do they think radio waves are? I I don't know. It's like you 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 talk on, on a walkie talk. You listen to the radio. Those are radio, radio waves, waves, right? You know. Yeah. You t- you're like you're telling me if I get in the car with you with some radio waves that like Corona is going to come out the speakers or something. Not possible. Like from the person who might have Corona on the mic, that just isn't how it works. I just, yeah. And I don't know how they think it does work in that sense, but, um, you, you looked up some unbelievable slides regarding. Yeah. If you like go on the, if you go on the who, I think it's the who, the website, they have, uh, they had to make a whole like 50 slide, yeah, it was like things, it was like things that coronavirus doesn't cause or like things that don't cause coronavirus. And there's yeah. like things from like houseflies. Can houseflies <laughs> spread coronavirus? <laughs> no, it can't. There's some other pretty wild ones. I don't have it in front of me, but yeah. So if you're looking to maybe like get a laugh, look that up. Look up the who uh, 5G coronavirus. Well, it's not even it. just 5G. It's just like all coronavirus conspiracies are listed on there. Pretty much. Yeah, you should uh, definitely look that up. You you might find some just unbelievable. Like that's the state that they have to answer some of these questions. Yeah, it's because people like, you know, drinking bleach. <laughs> you know, that one doctor or whatever few doctors are like, yeah, drink bleach and cures oh, coronavirus. Gosh. There's so many different remedies. Yeah, don't don't drink bleach. Yeah, that is that will not help you out. Um, So... Mark Owen Jones, who's a researcher at Habib bin Khalifa University in Qatar, he specializes in online disinformation networks from what we were talking about. That's how all the this has been spreading. And he analyzed 22,000 recent interactions on Twitter mentioning 5G and Corona and said he had found a large number of accounts displaying what he turned inauthentic activity he said the, the effort bears some hallmarks of state-backed campaigns. There are some very strong indications that some of these accounts are a disinformation operation. So it's kind of crazy at, out there that there's actually like groups, organizations who are behind like the main spread of this. I, I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's like it, cause it, it could almost be classified as a form of terror. I mean, if people die, fear causing for sure. Yeah, I mean, like the whole was like hydroxychloroquine or whatever. Right, Donald Trump's taking right now. Uh, Yeah, that like led to a death or something because someone was taking it to prevent COVID. 
took too it's like because it's like a malaria drug well, i was gonna say took too much yeah probably unbelievable i'm really well, not mean, gonna get yeah, corona I, I today know, but like I mean, that's not as worse as like drinking bleach like obviously yeah. that's not that's false yeah and i'm sure some people did drink bleach yeah because all- they're so afraid because i mean yeah they're like preying on the fear of people and causing like try causing them to do self-harm yeah which it's a weird kind of terror and it doesn't help that famous people with huge platforms are also spreading this information so don't do that if you're a social influencer like that yeah. like that's like make sure you get some uh you know you got some facts before you go out and give your opinion but it's like those people those people will never believe like the authorities because they're always against them you know they think, it's like they're right that well, they're they think the government it's like fox well, Mulder is like you know it's one big conspiracy yeah everything is just a big conspiracy to some people and at some, like at some point you have to sit down in reality about the matter like it's i mean it's fun to think about it you know like right you can always just you know peddle the idea but like at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day if you're like like pizzagate you know if you're causing if you're gonna go cause some harm you know it's yeah. probably not a good idea yeah there's one thing yeah don't yeah i mean like the flat earth that's just something you 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 go up you fly in a plane and you you realize the earth isn't flat right <laughs> you know what i mean um i saw like the, the gravity doesn't make sense to me either because it's like there has to be equal force against the gravity to prevent it from like collapsing right because gravity is pushing from all sides outside of space. So if flat Earth was flat, it would just keep fl- flattening into a f- flat disk of eternity. Yeah. And we would all be flat. Like, we would be flat if the Earth was flat. Yeah. You know well, what I'm there, saying? Well, there wouldn't be... Well, the... Or I it would think, just... I don't, compr- think, I don't think there would be, like... It would just... Comp- there wouldn't be, in like, a sphere atmosphere. You know well, what I mean? Like, there has to be a core to, like... There has to you be... Know, to keep the shape of the year, if there was well, no like magnetic core, and there the Earth be, would just it would just it would just and compress think, and implode. I don't think there would be enough mass to like to keep it sturdy. You know what I mean? It's like, what does the core on a flat Earth look like? Yeah, it's just like a flat core. That wouldn't make any sense. I don't, I don't know, but I've seen like those those like pictures or like uh, I don't know what you call them, like those infographics type things. Well, it's just like artists depiction of oh, depiction. There it is. Artists like depiction of a flat earth, you know, because there's no obviously there's no flat earth like it's right. not real. So, you know, we got to they got to draw their own flat earth. And like it looks just like this. It's like a temporal Hyrule, you know, kind of like floating <laughs> struck like mass just in space. And that, that's what they think it looks like. Do they do they think that everything in space is flat? You'd have to, like, right? Like the whole universe is one flat. So, disc. like, the sun is flat. Because why obviously would obviously a circle? Well, <laughs> yeah. well, it's a flat circle. Fla- oh, oh, okay, my bad. Like, I don't. They just. What about like they the, just? What, they, they only see in two dimensions, I guess. They don't. They don't. They don't see three dimensionally, like normal people. Then, <laughs> so it wouldn't make sense to only see two dimensions when you live. You have a three dimensional being like yourself. Well, I just don't get, I don't get it. I don't get a flat. (laughs) It doesn't work in space. Like everything in space is like a, like spherical. It's related to like a, like even like galaxies are spherical. Everything like moves in a circular motion around mass. Yeah. Cause it's fucking gravity. Yeah. Like it wouldn't, like you couldn't get the same, like, 
I don't think you could get the same velocities or it wouldn't make sense for the same like rotational um, orbits if things were flat. Like if there's equal force, generally speaking, there's equal force on on every side right. like in gravity, like like in space. Unless there's like a force, like outside force, like if everything was still like, right. But then, then that wouldn't work because gravity always has to be moving. Well, you would think if there's equal force coming from the top and bottom and from the sides, the sides are so thin. You would think that the flat earth would just taco. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? If there's equal force. I don't know. It it can never be flat. If it was flat it'd have to be entirely flat, like it'd have to be one dimensional. Yeah, we, I've, yeah, I don't know how the atmosphere and our, like, gravity on Earth would work. It, there's no way it would, like, tr- how we are living currently. Yeah. Like, we would have to be, like, slugs or something. <laughs> so, uh, going back to the 5G, this actually goes back to 2000. And I actually didn't even learn about this until I was doing research for this. And you can thank the man named Bill P. Curry. He was uh, a district consultant and physicist and the Board County Public Schools in Florida. Of course, he lived in Florida. Um, always crazy stuff coming out of Florida. Uh, Broward was considering laptops and wireless networks for the classrooms and 250,000 students. And he was worried about the health risks. And so the, to the study of the matter, the technology he reported back was, quote, Likely to be serious, a serious health hazard is what his summary was pretty much. And then he made this uh, this graph. And uh, if you look up the article, there's a good article on this. It's called the 5G health hazard that isn't that the New York Times covered. This was even 2019 originally. So even 19 years later, they finally wrote one. So. How do, you, how do you how did he even count no, it looks like he just like plotted it, some dots yeah, i know yeah. so it's the microwave absorption in brain tissue or gray matter is what the content of of the graph is so basically the chart shows the dose of radiation received by the brain as rising from left to right with the increasing frequency of the wire wireless signal so the slope was gentle at first, but when the line reached the wireless frequencies associated with computer networking, it shot straight up, indicating a dangerous level of exposure. And that's what Dr. Curry said was concerning to him and how radio waves could could pretty much lead to brain cancer is what his is what he's claiming. So, of course, this blossomed into some anxiety over the rising health risks of 5G and basically everything can be tied to this man from what we're experiencing today and the uh, the conspiracy. So he got it wrong is what the moral of the story is. Um, according to experts on the biological effects of electromagnetic radiation, radio waves become safer at higher frequencies, not more dangerous, except when so extremely high frequency energies like X-rays behave differently and do pose a health risk because they're different. <laughs> And a radio wave can't become an X-ray. It's just not possible. Right, because right, radio waves exist only in a certain frequency like, range. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like light. Yeah, correct. So, 
Um, Dr. Curry looked at the studies on how radio waves affected tissues in a lab and misinterpreted the results as applying to cells deep inside the human body. His analysis failed to recognize the protective effect of human skin. At higher radio frequencies, the skin acts as a barrier, shielding the internal organs, including the brain, from exposure. Human skin blocks even high frequencies of sunlight. Like you got to think about how well you cast a shadow. Well, I know, but yeah, yeah. Think you're about not you're not transparent. Like you're a, you're a thing of mass. Yeah, know? well, and it's like you got to think about your your skin's a living organ, and think about how well its job, like it does its job. Think about how many germs, bacteria you come in contact with every day. Yeah, and it keeps it outside your body. Yeah, think about how you can walk in the sun. Obviously, too much sun is 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 harmful you know you'll you'll well, develop you'll, yeah you'll get cancer, cancer and uh but we can be out there for certain periods of time yeah and that's why you know some of us have developed more melatonin in our skin because we live in more sun exposed areas it's melanin melanin my bad melatonin's like the the sleep drug yeah <laughs> right my bad um so it doesn't penetrate Christopher M. Collins. He's a professor of radiology. So he's an expert on this area at New York Infirmary uh, University who studies this sort of thing. And he said, Dr. Curry's graph, he added, failed to take into account the shielding effect. And that's what the skin on the human body is pretty much responsible for. So basically he just made it up. Yeah. He just doesn't like his daughter being on her cell phone at night. Yeah, well, yeah, this is that he, he saw, he, like, he just doesn't like technology is what it sounds like. Yeah. You know, he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't want these kids to be, you know what I mean? There's just no, he had no evidence, like, could prove no evidence that other scientists could agree on. So he, so 5G conspirators, like, looked to this article as inspiration or as, like, their, yeah, this their, is like, manifesto. Well, this guy is still going on, so... As we as we move forward, we learned. So this guy has actually been his reports have actually been used in Russian news sites. Um, he's actually been to some Russian shows talking about this, and he still thinks that it's a health health effect. Like there's concern for it 20 years later after he did this, even though every other scientist like you'd see like he's agreement. I mean, 2000, they didn't have 5G. Well, I know, I know, but, but he, like cell phone, like cell phone frequencies and like we, you would see like an uptick in cases. You would think like, yeah. as, as cell phones became more prominent. But, you know, of course, uh, his rebuttal will be, well, you know, they're underreporting. It's, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. You Bill, know, Bill Gates owns all all the vi- vaccines. Which, which is weird because this guy, like in the article, many people are talking. He's like, he's a very bright dude. He's very intelligent. Um, he's he's been on many boards of medical it's boards. Why people believe him? Right, right, right. He has like great credentials. So this is what his credentials are. He was a private consultant. After the federal budget cuts, he began his research career. He has degrees in physics and electrical engineering. Uh, he's got decades of experience in federal and industrial laboratories and such and such. So he's got a very strong candidacy for, you know, scientific, some scientific background. One not being radiology, though. But um, and other biologists have just come out and flat out said they don't agree with him. And this is a a false study. So moving moving on, uh, I think the last part 
is important to cover about this guy's journey. Um, he belongs to a national group of wireless critics. So there's a whole organization who basically are against the wireless movement, of course. <laughs> and why? What's wrong with what's wrong with wireless? They just no more tripping over cords and dogs eating your wires. They just think that there's health risks with radio waves. I don't. There has been radio waves for a lot longer than there's been cell phones. Everyone had a radio in their house. Well, it's not even like the radio waves pass through the earth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just like his claims, you know, they just they just don't hold up. Yeah. Well, this guy's an idiot, obviously. Yes. He uh, and, you know, he graduated from Harvard. He uh, he went to medical school. I mean, it's just he's got crazy. He's had his resume a lot, hundreds of grants, jobs, Pfizer. Like, it's crazy that he has been in so many, like, top positions. And he's out here stirring global, like, controversy since the 80s. So, yeah, he came back from the 80s. Like, he came back in, like, 2020 and was like, coronavirus is caused by 5G. So, he's old now. And... In this and the organization um, that I mentioned, uh, he he still believes what he believes, but he um, basically lets like the organization like pretty much live on, and, like do his work now. Um, like he his his last quote here is, "They can say whatever they want. I'll leave it to the young in the business and let them figure it out." So. He's he's pretty much he's 82. So he's like, you know, he's pretty much retired at this point. So he doesn't care anymore. Correct. He's in an interview recently at 82. He no longer follows the wireless industry and disavowed any knowledge of having made a scientific error. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised, though, if some of these people in this organization weren't out there talking, spreading this news, like being like, I told you so. I told you so. But it's it's false because even then, like the there's no the the connection that was going around is between coronavirus and five G, and it's like we know that coronavirus doesn't cost five G, so five G obviously isn't harming anyone to get coronavirus. Anyways, I mean that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean on, it's exhausting to talk about. Yeah, so look up Dr. Curry. Check it out. Uh, get informed on the matter and uh, make your opinion. I mean, if you look at. Well, I mean, make your opinion, but like. Yeah. It's, <laughs> if it's, you think it's it, causing coronavirus, your opinion's wrong. Sorry. Right. right. Like, but, don't just stick with your opinion. Sorry if you're listening and you believe in 5G. Yeah. But do 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 your own research. Get informed on the matter. If you see anyone, or if you talk to anyone who's talking 5G is connected to coronavirus, like. You should be informed to tell them it is not. Yeah, I mean, really any sort of conspiracy. So at this point, it's way too early to tell if it is a conspiracy. You know, and it's always interesting that like this, like, as I said, when I looked this up, I mean, he's been doing making these claims since the 80s. Like, it's crazy how one man started this back in the 80s. And here we are it coming back up again. Like, well, yeah, I mean. To be clear, you keep saying he started this argument. He didn't start the five G argument. He started, well, the like technology, like yeah, the wireless, like 
same same sort of thing that the you know 5g or wireless technology is like it's dangerous and it's not right yeah i mean that's it that's it for the for the uh for the 5g um did we make it to the next segment or so a great segment here the beer 30 always look forward to it um so what we got today is the dogfish 120 minute ipa which is a very rare beer actually uh to find and luckily currently i'm working at a tap room and we we got it in um this is a triple ipa um dogfish does the 60 minute 90 minute what does a triple ipa mean so there's like three times the hops um and then traditional ipa um, and it also means usually three times alcohol content. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I needed. Um, so it is. They don't even know the certain percentage, but it's between fifteen and twenty percent. I don't even know. Yeah, they give you a like a scale because it's it varies it based varies. on their brew. Yeah, so it's between fifteen and twenty percent normally, and it is hopped with copious amounts of high alpha American hops throughout the boil and whirlpool, and then dry hopped. With some other pellets of hops, some more hops, unfiltered and abundantly hoppy. It is the holy grail for hop heads, is what Dogfish says. And they only brew it three times or a few times a year, so it goes pretty fast. That's why I said it's hard. Uh, it's hard to enjoy. And um, yeah, I mean, try it out. It's about 120 IBUs. <sighs> sure is. Sure is. And it's uh, you drink a whole crowler of these, you're getting a little tipsy. Woo! Yeah. Woo! That's hot. It really punches you. That's hot, man. It comes. Sorry about the lip smacking noise, but <laughs> it comes in hot, man. Oh my gosh. It's a sipping beer. Ooh, man, you know? that would that would put you down. Yeah. Stomach's already getting <laughs> heartburn. Yeah, yeah. This could be the. You might want to have a heartburn. Yeah, take some Pepsi AC before you drink this for sure. Oh my gosh. Uh, they say it's good though. It's that good. It's got some good, good flavor. Yeah, it's like it's very like caramely. Yeah, it's like I don't know how to describe it. Like it doesn't taste like it doesn't taste like a traditional IPA whatsoever. Like you, no, you just it's like you're tasting a beer, and, and then you take a shot of vodka like right after. Yeah, it's like a it's like shot of bourbon. I'd yeah, say. Yeah, bourbon. Yeah, aren't those drinks like like bourbon beer? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's like a drop shot or something. Yeah, it's some like is that what a like Irish car bomb is? Dude, I bet if we put some pe- some some uh, orange juice in this, oh man, turn it into like almost a PBF. Yeah, it because it, it it's sweeter. Yeah, it has a little sweetness. And that's where the caramel and then uh, you don't you don't for being 120. It's not like 120 of hops. It's there's a lot of hops in here, but you don't taste the hops. It's like a it's almost like a syrup esque kind of yeah um they say uh the cheese pairing with this is epoises i've never had that oh, cheese oh what e-p-o-i-s-s-e-s i don't know epoises uh <laughs> the food pairing though smoke almonds smoked meats grilled lamb or ginger snaps yeah it makes a lot of sense i can see that yeah because you definitely need some like smoky it would definitely go well with this yeah 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 um yeah it's like a deep copper red slight haze doesn't look like a traditional IPA, that's for sure. <laughs> it's, yeah. You're drinking, this is a one drink 
kind of meal you know yeah well i mean you order one of these and you're everyone else has had like three beers and you're still like working on the last quarter yeah <laughs> type of thing yeah. yeah it'd be like sydney take one sip and she'd be drunk yeah I'll, or she claims i will give this i mean for for the right purpose I'll, i mean i would give it a thumbs up for a rare like a you know you drink this on a special occasion yeah i mean yeah claps for just being different yeah i guess yeah like i'm not choosing this beer normally no i i'm not gonna go out for like a beer with friends and then be like oh man 120 minute load me up yeah (laughs) no chance you're splitting you're splitting a glass with some people but if this was like thanksgiving dinner that would be a good i think i think that'd be like a nice pair you know it gets easier with every sip (laughs) as as Ah, it's just so it's like it is like syrup almost yeah it's like it it sticks in your mouth yeah it's a little much it's it's a whole it's a whole lot yeah i'm not complaining (laughs) but yeah all right i know some people that wouldn't finish this beer let's just put it that way yeah i i would say give it a like a like if you see this on tap get a little taster of it first before buying it yeah is what i would recommend because it definitely not for everyone and if you're a strictly coors light kind of guy not for you (laughs) yeah (laughs) if you like light beer like the dudes in the commercials do yeah this isn't for you (laughs) no (laughs) no like Uh, when are those commercials ever real life like hey man can i get a light beer yeah like you know what i'm saying like those early commercials i will say though they're all like uh They've gone now where it's like the, this beer is for everyone. You know, we made it for everyone. And why got, don't they just show? Why don't they just show what actually people do with light beer? And that's party and and drink and shotgun or like mo- no one's going to a bar like a nice, a relatively nice like club, you know, and they're just like, yeah, give me a give me a Bud Light. This this is what bottle <laughs> like no one's doing that. Someone- First of all, they don't give you a bottle in a club. First, like a like a like a big club like they're true they don't allow glass normally yeah unless you're at like some really fancy one i feel like at least in vegas they're not giving you a bottle no i don't even know if they serve bud light do they even serve bud light point point <laughs> point made right there yeah here's what they need to do they need bush light needs to come out with a commercial and it's just some dudes some dudes out some there women a lot of a lot of different or people women. Or, or, or just people who mow the yard while drinking this beer? Hmm. Phone call. IRS. <sighs> I don't know. But yeah, mowing the yard, <laughs> doing yard work. That's where this commercial needs to come in at. You know, hot summer day. You know, nothing like cool, cooling down with a nice bush light. Keep you going. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have. I feel like bush light, but just the name, just name <laughs> value is just the be like depleted or cores keystone this is where keystone perfect perfect yard keystone yeah keystone's on the up it's on the up 100 percent. we talked about how great the new cans look yeah i mean good on cores i yeah. mean it's the same beer it's pretty much the same thing they don't taste and lick difference no no i mean i can't tell the difference between rocky mountain water and keystone water <laughs> yeah so i don't know maybe that's just my uh my unknowledgeable palette of light beers true 
I don't know. I, don't know. I drink a lot of light beers. Yeah. I can tell you which one's not to drink. Yeah. Rainier. Well, they stopped making Kirkland light. Yeah. Can you believe that? I w- yeah. We went to they're Co- terrible. We went to Costco the other day. I was trying to get, you know, we we're having a little shindig. I guess it wasn't, yeah, it was a while ago now, but like. I saw you didn't go to Costco with yeah. this last. <laughs> no, no. Was, you know, trying to get a 48 pack. That was the only good thing. You yeah. Dirt cheap. They don't even sell them because they're trash. They're, I'm glad they don't sell them because I'm not inclined to buy them anymore for the price. You know, normally I can drink light beer like warm, like most of them. Like if they're like semi warm, oh, it does. This is warm. But Kirkland light warm is so bad. It is garbage. Trash. The worst, the worst light beer. Well, you know, it's weird because normally Kirkland uh, like just has someone else brew it and then they just put their label on it, you know, usually. And I'm like, I was like, what? Like, I just expected to be like Keystone or something. And hopefully you know? they do like a deal with like Coors or Anheuser and to get to get like Kirkland bottled beer. They make, you know, everyone makes the the funny joke about how Keystone is just the the leftover remain beer from Coors. And uh, I think this has to be the leftover of the Keystone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something, dude. It's pretty bad. I think that's probably the worst light beer I've ever had. I'm always like, I'm always like, maybe it'll be different this time. Yeah. But no. Because the price is so good. That's why I fell with Keystone. I, I don't know what, maybe it was their campaign. I'm telling you, the marketing worked wonders. But I don't know, man. I think their, I think their taste changed. I think they brewed differently. They did a whole like rebranding, like even to like the brewing. Mm. They changed. They they changed the way they did that too. Because well, it's got to be perception. You know, half of it's like every thing about when you go and buy produce. Everyone, it's about the looks. You know what I mean? You look for the good, for the nah. good apple. Advertising is the worst. <laughs> Don Draper. Yeah, he's not a very good person. <laughs> Point made again. Hey, you know what does he say? We uh, love doesn't exist. We invented love. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, some more shit. <laughs> That's just some some shit that marketing people say. Hey man, I will say they did a great job. I would rather I I like buying Keystone now. You know, like I don't have to look at those. Before they were just those ugly like gray yeah. cans. They're gross. You know, it's like you couldn't tell the difference between that and a Bush Light. At least, at least even Bush revamped theirs a little bit now. Right. Know? So. Yeah, Bush Light. So it goes. Kirkland the worst. I'd say Rainier is right there because I hate Rainier. I, the, the sad thing about Rainier, you know, we're from Washington. You know, Rainier started here. And I don't even know if you can get Rainier anywhere else, like on the East Coast or anything. But um, I drank so much Rainier through the college days that it just isn't good anymore. It's bad. I will say, though, uh, even you- even I, you know, we you'd always get it because one, I don't know what Bellingham so like Keystone is to WSU as Rainier is to Bellingham or Western, I guess. Like all Western people love Rainier. You know, vitamin R. Well, vitamin R is the second cheapest beer you can buy at the gas station right above Rolling Rock. You can get an 18 of Rolling Rock for dirt cheap. I think Rolling Rock's better than Rainier. I can't drink it after the peanut butter claim. Drink, yeah, drink, <laughs> it, it does taste like peanut butter. Drink a rolling rock and tell me it doesn't taste like peanut butter. Those are, yeah, those are some bad light beers for sure. Yeah, Keystone is way better than them. Uh, that's for sure. Keystone cores, all of them. And yeah, yeah well, Keystone cores about the same. Bud Light 
I don't really like Bud Light. I'd I, rather drink a Keystone before I drink a Bud Light. Yeah, I don't really care for Bud Light. They're Miller. Like, Miller Light, I have to say, is the best light beer you can fine get. fine Pilsner. It's fine Pilsner. It is, uh, yeah, Miller probably. I don't even try, yeah, like Budweiser or anything like that. No. I only drink Budweiser when it's, I think it's in a bottle. My, like in a bottle. And I will say Budweiser is better than Bud Light. That's for sure. Yeah. Full flavor. Full flavor. It's like Coors Bank. It's like Coors Banquets. Coors Banquets are also like, you know, they're not considered, they're American beer, but they're definitely better. Yeah. Yeah. They're a little, I don't like, like, I like a nice core, like Coors Banquet every once in a while. But if you're drinking them for like a party atmosphere or anything, like you're trying to pound, like, no, I don't like, like it because it gets too buttery after a while. Hmm. It's like the, it's like the Miller Genuine Drafts, the steaks. <laughs> the steaks, man. Those things, those they're things heavy. Are, they're heavy. <laughs> heavy dog. <laughs> heavy. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Back to the future. Oh, man. I think you love me a cold one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, um, that was our cold one rant. It's a lot of beer out there. Yeah, a lot of beer. A lot to drink. Uh, we got our final segment, which is the word of the day. Let's go to school. Word. 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 All right. So the word of the day is instigate. You all know what that means, so I won't give you a definition. Well, hopefully. Just mean oh, hopefully know. i mean it's just like provoke yeah usually a situation right yeah or urge forward to go to urge forward provoke all right well uh yeah don't forget you can follow us on twitter instagram at the mill podcast uh email us if you got some stuff you want us to talk about or how you feel about the show the melt 2019 at gmail.com Hit that five-star rating as well on anywhere you get podcasts, especially on Apple. That really helps out. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you for a year mark of episodes next week. Also, um, we have a new podcast coming out in the next few weeks. Uh, it's We're basically watching horror movies, reviewing them, discussing them. Just keep an eye out for that. Give you a name and next week do a little bit more info about it. But just keep an eye out. Yeah. Keep that yeah. in your heads. Yeah, we'll drop some more news about the new, the new, new. We're excited. Yeah, we are excited. Well, thanks for listening to The Melt. Melt. No.